What's up? We're in. We're What's doing up? this, right? Yeah, let's do it. Dude, I want you to know that this has been a dream of mine for a long fucking time, actually. Believe it or not. Been talking. To have a studio? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that too. <laughs> but to uh, to do a podcast, it's like, I think I bought these mics like two years ago. And then they just, yeah, dude, and they just kind of sat and I would always just kind of find reasons why not to do it. Of course. Uh, I should have turned my phone on, sorry. But um, here we are. So you are the first guest. Damn. Are we allowed to curse? Yeah. Fuck it. uh, Fucking fuck it. Shit. Hey, everyone. This is Johnny Gomez. And I met Johnny at a weird ass gig. (laughs) That uh, nothing ever Weird. came about it. I don't. I don't know Dude, what happened he, to that. He never put it out. I don't think so. So uh, it's so funny. I work with him a lot, or used to when we were working. Um, and uh, he's in this wedding band that I'm in, mm-hmm. and we've done tons of gigs. And so through that, we started doing like other stuff outside of that. And he'd call me in for stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, those sessions. And um, I've done a few of them, and I don't know if I've seen any of it come out yet. Yeah. Um, but they're always fun. So I'm always like, dude, what happened to we, ours? Come on. Like <laughs> yeah. we we killed that shit. Like it was cool. <laughs> and that was actually really funny because I didn't know what to expect. I think that might have been my first or second one with him. And uh, I remember he kind of had us as sort of the house band, I guess, maybe. Uh-huh. And we had set up and like sound checked or whatever. And then a uh, bodacious thing shows up. You know, you walk in and I was like, damn. And then. Who's this fucking idiot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then your girl walks in. I was like, damn. And damn. so I was like, these guys look so aggressive and punk rock. But y'all were so nice. <laughs> it was like, I was like, I don't understand. There's like a. <laughs> I don't get that. So what people don't. So what it was is. So I play in this band um, with this girl, and she goes by the name of Bodacious, Bodacious Thang. Uh, her name's Cheyenne. I call her Cheyenne, but she's like my sister. I love her to death. And we had this like duo thing going, and it was super cool. And she told me, she's like, hey, there's this guy that's like doing these really cool like house shows, yeah. and like, like they're in his house, but like he films them. It's Boarding like, them, yeah, it's like big production. I was like, oh, I don't know, like, what the fuck? All right, whatever, let's do it. But the catch is. Like yeah, he's got like a house band, so yeah, we Easy. You yeah, and, yeah, exactly. So it's like, so that's what we did. You know, I think Cheyenne sent whoever was the MD, um, like the songs that we were gonna yeah. go over, and so for people that don't live in LA and live in this little uh, <laughs> LA session world, MD stands for musical director. What do and they do? I'm just kidding. What do they do? <laughs> they no. just boss every. So they're in charge of like the band and the what's it called, like the structure of the songs yeah. and whatever, like kind of like the kind of yeah, the conductor sort of. They yeah, lead the band. They tell you, you know, this is your. They know everybody's parts, and they basically supposedly. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. so anyways. So I learned all your shit. He didn't tell me there was. Did you just call player. my stuff shit? No, your parts. <laughs> I'm kidding. Your good shit. I learned yeah. all of your good shit. Uh, and and he didn't tell me that Bodacious thing was having a guitar player. So like I worked out all this stuff, and then <laughs> and then you showed up, and I was like, 
wait, that guy plays guitar? Yeah, I was like, great. <laughs> Plug into my rig, you're like, it was like kind of like this crazy thing, right? And you were just like, I just need distortion. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, oh, that's this button. There you go. Yeah, that's so funny. And then y'all started playing and it was like, oh, there's the punk rock part of it. <laughs> I was right. But uh, yeah, so then we did this gig and I mean, nothing. It was, I mean, it was cool. Like I said, yeah. I was like, dude, the guys that were filming it, like we ended up doing a music video with him. Oh, shit. Nice. I can't remember his name, but it's like, yeah. In that whole time, it's like we went out, we recorded a new song, we shot a new music video, we put it out, and this dude, we were like, I remember when we were shooting the video, his name was Chris, we shot the video with him, and it was like, like months afterwards, like, hey, is he ever going to put that thing out? He's like, I don't know, dude, like, he's just never hit me up again, and whatever, and I was just like, and it sucks because it's like, you see this a lot, you know, where it's like, dude, you show up on time, you, you do your part. I mean there's no pay and i get it like yeah. it was his investment and it's like yeah. you know like the la currency which is like promises you know <laughs> yeah it's like oh dude trust me bro like it's like and yeah yeah whatever it sucks and but it doesn't because i got to meet you there and you i remember because you showed up it wasn't that one right oh no yeah i had a prototype yeah you had the prototype but i remember like looking at it and it was like what is that? That's yeah. like that one was funky. That's pretty yeah, because I'd never seen what is what is the model called? Espada? So, oh yeah, the Espada, yeah. So grab I don't know, I mean you'll see it later, but like if you Yeah. This um, is a different model. Unfortunately, I didn't have I didn't bring my my espada. Oh dude, no no. Oh, but, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's all good, but yeah. it's like it was cool. It that's was how like we bonded. That's how we bonded. Yeah. And not only that, but I remember like Johnny said it's like he was in the house band and like, I mean, you guys obviously were killing it, you know? You guys were, Thanks, like, man. really good. Um, I don't remember anything else, to be honest. That was, that was such a long day. I don't remember. I remember you guys, like, blowing everything away, and I said, well, this is over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are very, cry. we are just, it's, I don't know. We're, we, that song, the, the song that we did, I think we did too, but one of them was, like, it's definitely very punk rock, and... It's cool. It's fun. You know, it's yeah. like, it's, it's, it's definitely not like the, cause I think everybody else that played was like super R and B and right. it's like Cheyenne gets that a lot. And I do too. It's like, oh, cool. You know, two people of color, like soul R and B and Cheyenne kills that shit. You know, like she can, yeah, she grew up in the church and all that shit, but it's like, it's cool when people like wouldn't expect it, right? You know, yeah. and it's like, oh damn, like, yeah, they're really punk. Oh yeah, I think it's like Rick James coined punk funk. Oh, that's like, that's you guys. dude, I've never kind of, heard that before. Yeah, his whole thing was he he called his thing punk funk because punk funk it was like aggressive punk, and that's kind of what y'all had going on. Yeah, like, well, dude, unfortunately. Face. I don't think we've ever really even talked about it. Me and Cheyenne are still friends, obviously. Like I said, she's like my sister. She was the best woman on my at my wedding. Oh shit! So yeah, best. Oh, that tight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, dude. That. She's like, awesome. dude. She's blood, man. I love her to death. But um, yeah, I don't. I'm not doing that anymore with her. Oh, that's yeah. A bummer. Yeah, we. Uh, she's just. Uh, you know, it's it's dude, she's fucking, sort of a natural thing, I guess. 
she's waiting around on me. It's like, dude, I, I just, I, I, it just kept getting harder and harder. And, you know, You're it's definitely like. definitely in demand, Luis. You're in demand. Yeah, it, dude. It, <laughs> I mean, dude, it is. It's it's hard because, you know, and we'll, we'll, this is a nice little segment into kind of that. Because Johnny just started his company, which is Cute Rigs. Cute Rigs, yeah. That's. But, you know, it's like, and we've had this conversation in private about, dude, it's, it's hard to balance you know, like what it is that you're trying to do and then still have time to play and right and and do all that stuff. Obviously this last year was I think easier because nobody was playing and nobody was touring. Right. You know, but it's like and I think for me it, it that was really like when I got this shop and everything, it was it was at that point where it's like, dude, you know, shit or get off the pot. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's like the whole reason we get into this, what we do here now um, in the tech world, I guess you could say, um, is because of guitar or playing music. And um, I guess in my case, sometimes it's like, oh, this is like a, a side thing mm -hmm. for extra money. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, that's all you're doing. <laughs> you realize, oh, this side thing, I'm, uh, I can actually make a living off of this. Probably, and yeah. uh, I, dude, I just had this conversation, which is like, yeah, because it's that. You know, it's like, dude, we would play shows in the other band that me and Cheyenne were in and when we were touring. And anytime we'd have shows, dude, like, dude, I always had my little business cards and I just, to the other bands, you yeah. know, it's like, hey, bro, you're out of tune, bro. Like, even if they weren't, bro, it's like, you <laughs> know, like, that's hey. what you did to me, basically. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you you're need like, to set up. Hey, that's a cool guitar. Anyway, so uh, it's, you know, Yo, it needs to get intonated. Dude, Here's that's, my... <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, you sounded horrible, bro. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, cool set, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's it is those things which is like I think naturally like I I just got to meet a lot of people like yeah. that and it's like you know after a while it's like oh my god cool like I really kind of enjoy doing this and it's like oh man this side thing is actually like wow like I I can actually go out and eat for yeah. once and not stress over how are we gonna make how are we gonna split this. Five hundred dollar check into, you know, like six people, and yeah. still have enough money to record an album and right. promotion and all these other things. It's like, it's. I mean, dude, as you know, it's yeah. it's it's trying hard. To, trying to do the thing, the, the music thing is can be challenging, you know. And you know, some people are wired to continually go after that. Um, <clears throat> Rod. <laughs> Which is funny because right now when you're talking to when we told the story, I was thinking like, I don't know if I told Rod about you uh -huh. or if somehow I had just met you. And then he said, I just met this guy, Luis. And I was like, wait, what? And because we start both started coming to you around uh -huh. the same time, I yeah. think. And um, which is pretty funny. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's a little sidebar. But. Yeah, I think yeah. Some people are more wired to like continue to chase that, and um, I I love playing and I love music and uh, I love performing and writing, and collaborating and all that. Um, but I also love the tech side of things, and yeah. so this has kind of been a cool little uh, segue, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, something new, something different that um, you know might kind of have a knack at. And mm -hmm. I mean, you're good at it. Thanks, you're man. really, really good at it. I think I we just worked that. on our first project yeah together and you killed it thank you man they that loved it 
They were happy. Really I was trying to snap it. some pictures, but I didn't want to be that bitch. <laughs> I understand the life, man. Uh, it's just, that means a lot to hear that. So what it is, is uh, I started working with this uh, amazing group. They're called Ali and AJ. And uh, super sweet. Amazing. Incredible. Like, And um, they needed some new boards. Yeah. They showed me their... You saw the old boards. It's like... One of them, they were like, something, dude. They were like, like one of them was like sixty pounds. The case the said case? like sixty-five pounds. Yeah, or I something. Said, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, and then oh, you open shit, it up, and real. it's just like five pedals, like five, five pedals. boss pedals. What? It's like where's all this coming from? <laughs> it's like, so Johnny made some new boards, um, for them, and um, yeah, amazing. Fun. Like Thanks, they said, man. dude, they they loved it, and they look so good on stage. Um. I should have snapped some pictures, but it was like one of those things. Where it was just like, dude, whole new crew, whole new exactly, operation. Dude. I was like, dude, I'm not going to be there. Like, Be the guy. I get you. <laughs> hey, dude, hold on, on, everyone. Hold on. Everybody I got to stage these boards, and then I got to snap some pictures. I know we pictures. have a very tight ship to run right now, <laughs> but hold up. Photo shoot time. So next time, though. But they oh, loved yeah. it. They, oh, Dude, honestly, they were like, oh, my God. Like, thank you. Thank you. So Awesome. Dude, thank you. Thank so, you for including me in that, man. Dude, of course. It means of, a lot. Yeah. I look up to you. Uh, I think ever since we've met and I started coming to you as you know a client for guitar tech work. That's why he's on this podcast. I was, <laughs> yeah. You paid me to say that. <laughs> uh, no, really. And I just look up to your like, hustle and like, I said, this dude's like, I don't know what's different. We've all been to tons of techs, mm -hmm. but um, I don't know. I feels, it feels like... Uh, my instrument is important to you and like you really you know you set time aside for us to come in play the instruments check them out how do they feel how does it sound is this what you need and uh, that kind of attention i guess oddly is not common and it's so it's not you know but even we um it's not i mean i don't i don't know if it's like like i always tell people it's like dude every because i dude i've worked at a lot of guitar shops and for a lot of luthiers and like i'd always i'd always kind of make notes in my head like you know like i'd be there like as like the apprentice or whatever and you know i would just kind of always you know whatever minding my own business you know like i do my thing whatever like yeah. they do their thing um but like when people would would walk in like it it just like just kind of just felt like like they almost didn't even, or they're, they're trying to just kind of get you in and out. Yeah. Which, dude, I get. I, I get it. To a point uh -huh. Yeah, it's, dude, especially when you're busy or whatever. Like I understand, but it's like, dude, sometimes it was just like, like these these people are paying your bills. I hope you understand that. Yeah. You know, and and so I'd always make like mental notes, like, mm -hmm. oh, when I have my own place, like I don't want to run it that way. I don't want to. I don't want to do it that way yeah you know and and i don't know maybe i don't think so but maybe they've ran into issues that i don't know yet right you know that totally they're like oh but it it for me if anything it just seemed more of like um they're just jaded you know lack of a better word yeah you know and it's like and I don't know. It's like again, like dude, I, I I don't know. I don't. Maybe this is how I I don't think so. Like I say, like I know so. Actually, I am confident enough to say that that I I know that I'm not going to be that. 
And I think it has to do with that. It's like you do it properly then. If you don't want to stress that someone is there in your shop and you're like handling multiple things, then don't don't create it. Right. Yeah. You know, where it's like for me, like, you know, yeah, it's like, dude, I, I will block time off when someone comes to pick it up. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. Like, give them time to actually play the instrument. And, of course. You know, but I, I don't know, Everyone's man. It's individual, like. individual, man. We all got different ideas of what feels right, what sounds right. Yeah. And so, to you know, how many times you like plug in in a noisy room or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, yeah, I guess that's cool. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So to be able to just really spend some time and say, oh, actually, I like a little more higher here, Mm -hmm. more action here Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that just makes it so it's like you go home and you know it's exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I just, I mean, dude, I don't know. This shit, like, nobody nobody teaches you, you know? It's like, because I know we've had some conversations and it's kind of what I want to get into. It's just like with your your cute rigs uh, thing, you know, where it's like, you know, you've kind of uh, like just dealing with clients and, and people and different attitudes and knowing what you're worth and totally. things that like, again, like nobody taught me. Right. You know, it's like I was, I was just telling one of my clients yesterday. It's like because for me, I've been here in this this shop now for since January. So it feels like home now. It's like, yeah. oh, OK, cool. This is this is my thing or whatever. But people that have yet to see it and they come for the first time, they're like, oh, my God, dude, fuck. Like, are you excited? I'm like. Well, yeah, of course, but yeah. like now I'm like, I'm in a groove. I'm getting into right. a groove of things, you know, but. Sometimes it's like so much shit is coming in. It's like, yeah. I haven't had time. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't have time to be excited and it's like, yeah. you know, it's like, but it's cool. It's yeah. it's badass. And Making shit happen, dude. Yeah. We're all out here looking from the outside and it's like, it's really awesome. And it, at least from my perspective, it's like, look, this dude's fucking doing it, man. You know, and so I'm always in my own uh-huh. little thing that I'm building, you know, I'm always looking at at you, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh man, Luis knows what he's doing. I need I need to get more of that. And I don't. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's yeah. the secret, dude. I swear to God, dude. It's like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I think I have an idea of what I'm doing, but it's just like trusting the process and, and dude, all it is is just just showing up. Yeah. It's like, dude, the world's gonna slap you in your face pretty little face knock you down <laughs> but it's okay like and it's so cheesy because you hear this when you're a kid you know it's just like oh you know like when you get knocked down you get up again you're never yeah. gonna t- you know whatever that song is is yeah. like whatever <laughs> dude i get it but then it's something to understand that there is there is truth to it yeah, dude it's like totally. you literally have to take it day by day and it's like dude some days when you have bad days it's okay yeah it's part of it it's like and, you know, it's like I, I didn't coin this phrase, but it's like, you know, just showing up. That's all you got to do. Yeah. That's it. Show up every single day. Show up. Yep. You know, and then there's things that you can do that you understand that that's why to go back to what we were just kind of saying. Where it's like, I don't think I'm going to become that jaded tech because I've set certain things where I'm like, like, you know, like, I don't know, tenant it's like, mm-hmm. and one of my clients told me about this, and it, it is cool where it's like, you know, one of the big ones for me is, okay, when I opened up, dude, everyone blessed their heart, but everyone was like, bro, 
I want to come in and drop some guitars off. And I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And, you know, I used to be, I used to, out of just habit, I was telling everyone, you saw the old space that I was working out of, was like, I don't know, just give me a few days and, and I'll hit you up. And dude, by like the 30th, person that came by and i'm like telling him, i was like yeah just give me a few days i'm like looking at my spreadsheet <laughs> and thinking dude this is it's just not gonna work man right. like you just fucked yourself yeah like and then feeling weird was like dude it went from like a week to two weeks to three weeks and it's like feeling really uncomfortable right and it's like wanting to rush things mm-hmm. and cut corners and then kind of catching myself and then being like, dude, as soon as you feel that, as soon as you feel like, yeah, ah, it's okay, no one's gonna notice. Put it down. Right. Stop. Put it down. Totally. Go for a walk. Yep. Or if it's close to the end of the day, Wrap that's the end of the day. Yeah. Put it down. Come back at it tomorrow. You might be another day or two late with the client, but they will appreciate it. If you, it's that's the thing, honesty. Yeah. Dude, just, just be honest with people. And if there's something that I can do, like, dude, I have a broken headstock that I've been fixing for, like, I told the guy three weeks. And for whatever reason, it's just the lacquer's not setting in properly. So I had to sand it again and then do it one more time. Like, I'm trying to, and it's like telling the client, hey, dude, honestly, like, you tell me, are right. we okay still? With the timeline, like, it's going to be another week or two, maybe. That shit happens, man. Are you okay? Yeah. Because if you're not, I'll accommodate. Like, let, you know, like, I'll, maybe I'll give you a discount. Let's, you know what? Like, fuck it. I'll knock off 30 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Or as opposed to just like, fuck it, radio silence. And you'll hear from me from another two months. And then when you pick it up, I'll be like, ah, sorry, dude, I ran into some issues. It's just like, just let them know that. That you're important, that they're important right. to you. That's that's it, man. You know, yeah. and, and dude, and even doing that, some people, they're still not gonna take it very well. Like I've told you course, about, you yeah. know, or it's like certain clients. I'm like, dude, I've I've gone above and beyond. And it doesn't matter because for some people, they're not, you know, they they'll just be like, Cool, thanks. See you later. Yeah, yeah. they'll never notice. All the tiny little right. things and all the love that you've put into it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Yeah. It's interesting because sometimes, uh, at least in the my newish venture so far. Um, so real quick, how long yeah. have you been doing it? Let's well, let's talk a little bit about. Okay. Uh, yeah. So who is Johnny Gomez? Because I don't know who the fuck you are. No, I mean it's like I do. I know you, but it's yeah, like, no, like you know, like how'd you how'd you get it? So you started with guitar. Yeah, uh, I went started playing when I was like twelve, um, and I think my dad got really excited about mm-hmm. it because he always wanted to play music. So he's always been my whole family's. I'm grateful. Always been super supportive, mm-hmm. and I think for like my twelve or thirteenth birthday, my dad took me uh, on the tour of MI because when he came here from Spain mm-hmm. back in like '83 or something uh-huh. like that. Um, he had always loved music, and uh-huh. so when he came to um, visit or attend UCLA, mm-hmm. he would sneak off and like get into MI to like watch the clinics mm-hmm. and stuff. And so he's like, "You're gonna go to MI." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wait, you mean there's a school where all you do is play music?" Uh huh. 
He was like, yes. And I said, yeah, let's do that. Graduated high school early. Uh-huh. Damn. So I can go. Yeah, because they said, um, I think you, at the time, you just needed a GED. So uh-huh. I graduated a year early. I took yeah. extra courses and um, got straight to MI. I was going to be like the next Eric Johnson or Steve Vai. I was like, I want to be a shredder. Like mm-hmm. I want to kill this shit. Um, and then one of my private instructors made the mistake of showing me James Brown. Uh-huh. And... All that changed all of a sudden. I said, I don't want to do that. All I need is D9. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Yeah. Uh, but so I graduated from there. And then, you know, all the stuff we do gigs, uh, bands, bar gigs, auditions, et cetera, for years and years and years. Um, I got into uh, theme parks. I started playing at Disneyland for a long time, which was very cool, very fun for at the time, mm-hmm. you know. and. Uh, steady gig through that started getting into corporate wedding work and you know you always try auditions Mm -hmm. and trying to land that tour and uh uh, i don't know if this is the right podcast for that but yeah yeah there's a lot of like yeah there's a lot of stuff i went through uh as just finding identity as a musician Mm -hmm. and like what i really wanted and Mm -hmm. like letting the outside musician world influence um what i thought i was supposed to be Mm -hmm. doing and so i went through a few years um of sort of like well i guess i'm it looks like the only way to be a successful music- musician is to be on a tour or something. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, for some reason, uh, wouldn't land those. And I was like, what's wrong with me as a musician? Like I practice and I do all this stuff. And um, thanks to therapy, uh, I started going and I just started uh-huh. realizing like what really matters to me and uh-huh. like what I really want to do. And um, it made me appreciate what I am doing, mm-hmm. you know? And so fast forward a little bit, just doing my thing, getting gigs here and there, doing sessions and, um, this COVID thing happened. Um, my entire year, 2020, was like wiped out. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, I was still doing some stuff at churches and mm-hmm. things, kind of staying kind of steady and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just hustling, doing whatever mm-hmm. I could. And while I was doing all this, as far back as like 2007, I actually found old diagrams from like 2007 when I was in my MI notebook. Uh-huh. Instead of listening in class, yeah. I was drawing my ideal signal path. Yeah. <laughs> my ideal rig and um using like whatever like a pv power amp a mackie mixer that has 32 channels whatever i'll take it cheap whatever mm-hmm. i built this like rack system mm-hmm. wet dry wet system when i was like 16 from finding information online and like what steve lucas had used what mike landau used what this guy uses all yeah. this stuff and so i had these like diagrams and so like yeah, I had this like three cabinet stereo system with like full looping and like switching pedals in and out with MIDI and like I had rack effects and everything was like separated and nice and like I had a mixer to like mix my effects and totally nonsensical for gigs. Like mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> I brought it to like the Viper Room one time with my original band and it was just a disaster because like they mixed the effects cabinets too loud so it was all just delays. <laughs> in the house and no dry cabinet and like but i was like no this is my sound i'm gonna keep doing this shit eventually like i then i just i, I was doing it myself because i had emailed uh bob bradshaw or something when i was like 16 and i was like hey i want to build this how much and he was like i don't i don't remember but it was in my 16 year old mind it might as well have been fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars or whatever and i was like bob bradshaw yeah uh of uh custom audio electronics got it I didn't know a thing about this stuff. So when oh. he said it was whatever exorbitant amount of money mm-hmm. for a 16-year-old at the time, I was like, 
he's one of the OG like mm-hmm. rig builders, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna do it. So then um, I went at the time I lived in Riverside. I went to like this local electronics shop mm-hmm. that was like smelled like it was from the '60s and a bunch of old. I dudes love working there. that smell, dude. dude. You know what I mean? It's I that, know. Like, musty, it's so like, weird, vintage oh, dude. Dude, it's so weird. Vibes. Um, and I love so that smell. I said, I want to make quarter inch cables and he was like well you got to solder the thing and here's a soldering iron and i just bought shit and i just went to town and started wiring stuff my own and uh, so then i've been just building my own little rigs for some time now and then after a while like oh i'll build you a rig and i'll build you a rig whatever my homies and everyone gets a rig everybody get you get a rig yeah (laughs) no uh you know and i was just like doing it every once in a while and then constantly being able to update my rig all the time was like really fun Mm because i didn't have to worry about patch cable lengths or anything and um i tend to be anxious and kind of ocd so Mm -hmm. um it has proven to be torturous in real life situations Mm -hmm. yeah uh but it's perfect for this because i demand clean wiring Mm -hmm. and everything it has to be just so and perfect Mm and uh sound quality wise and yeah uh so then finally covid comes around and one Uh of my friends was like dude you do you should build rigs man yeah i was like no man like i know myself and like we're guitar players are crazy man like i can't imagine yeah 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 yeah, like if i'm that neurotic like yeah yeah yeah. can i deal with that and so he was like nah you'll be fine and so I was like, I'll think about it. And this was probably like November last year. And in my back of my mind, I started developing like a, not even, it's, you can't, these days, like, what are you going to do? Design the new pedal board. Like, mm-hmm. this is a, this is how, I'm not revolutionizing pedal boards, mm-hmm. but I wanted to be able to provide custom sizes. Mm-hmm. So me and my dad, who's like really smart with tooling and stuff like that, and he doesn't want me to chop my hands off. Mm-hmm. So he said, I'll, you come up with the ideas. Mm-hmm. I'll help you put it together. And so I said, okay, it needs to be this size. I want the hinged riser uh-huh. and this and that. And we built a prototype. And then I said, okay, what is going to be the name? And <laughs> originally, um, I wanted to call it, because of how I learned to do uh-huh. this stuff, was out of necessity. And mm-hmm. like at the time, it was like, I don't necessarily know how to solder mm-hmm. when I first started, but it works. Mm-hmm. It might not be pretty in there, mm-hmm. but it works. You can hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought, you know, I'll call it Ghetto Rigs because I just, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but it'll be excellent, amazing work. Yeah. So it'll be like a play on it. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I don't know. That's not really, I'm not really vibing it. Thank you know? God you didn't call I know. It. <laughs> and so then I was like, man, all I want to do is like make people's shit cute. <laughs> and I remember telling a guy, I was like, I'll make your shit cute, man. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. And so I said, Cute rigs, you know? And, Dude, I love it. You know, you got to have a cute rig. Your shit's got to be cute, man. You can't just, you can't be sounding all good and have an ugly pedal board. Yeah, so, which happens a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, officially, probably December or January, I've been cute rigs. Yeah, you've been cute rigging it. Yeah, and so then, you know, kind of getting clients here and there. Started off with just like one... You know, our buddy Rod Castro, uh-huh. Phil Tim. Shout out to Rod Castro, Rod dog. Rod Castro, the man. Um, and then through that. The sluttiest and Dorsey I've ever met. <laughs> dude I love gets, you, buddy. Dude gets around. He does get around. In a good way, though. <laughs> yes. He's the best. Um, and so, yeah. And then kind of word of mouth. And 
I had had to just like jump in and be like the builder, the social media guy, the emailing guy, mm-hmm. the inquiries guy, the quotes guy, everything. And I was like, I'm still figuring that out. Uh-huh. Like sometimes like I have emails that like sit for five days. I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. I've been building. Oh, fuck. I mm-hmm. forgot to email mm-hmm. this guy back. You know, mm-hmm. he wanted to build. And then this morning, like I woke up and my eyes were like, email. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like open yeah. up the laptop yeah. and fucking Gmail will be like, received seven days ago. Do yeah. you want to follow up? I was yeah, like, yeah, fuck! Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, and then you, the, just the usual shit, like starting up, like uh, around Christmas time in mm-hmm. January, like because of COVID for one, mm-hmm. and then like the election and like, you know, the USPS has unprecedented levels of shipments coming mm-hmm. in. And so I had like three builds waiting and I had no supplies because mm-hmm. they were lost somewhere in the mm-hmm. country. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm just started. I'm already burning down, crashing in flames. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything's fine. I'm building stuff co- constantly, which is very cool, very fun. It can be stressful sometimes, but I don't know. I'm I just I just talk to you and I yeah. I learn. <laughs> yeah. Uh dude, don't do that. I don't know anything <laughs> either. But uh I mean, dude, that's that's rad, man. Reminded like, reminded me of, of- kind of when i first started too and you know like not saying no to anything and taking everything and exactly i mean dude i started kind of like i mean officially my thing started in 2015 that's when i decided to kind of go on my own Mm -hmm. which is crazy because you know i mean obviously i've been doing it for a lot longer than that Mm -hmm. but you know, I mean, dude, same thing. It's like when I kind of knew that like the band thing was just not going to work out and I wasn't going to be the next slash is like, oh, what else can I do? You yeah. know, and you can still be the next slash. If nah, you want I don't to, Luis. Want to, man. You set your mind to it. Nope. <laughs> not at all, man. It's like you play Ernie Ball strings. <laughs> yeah. Dunlop pedals. Yeah. Seymour Duncan pickup. <laughs> dude, if Slash walked in right now, dude, I don't give a fuck, dude. I would kick all of you out, dude. And then I would do whatever he wants. <laughs> He would want, dude, I don't, he is the person that I'm like, dude, I'm here because of him. I'm literally, I moved to LA because I saw that November rain video. I need to go, whatever that alley is, I want to live there. Dude, I swear (laughs) to God, I mean, this, this, this will be a whole fuck, this, this podcast would be like five hours long, dude, just me talking about how much I love that man. But I am terrified to meet him because I've met some of my, you know, people oh, that yeah. i've admired and influenced yeah, yeah, yeah. me and it's you know what you expect it's just and i i, I like that just dude yeah. he's he's a superhero for dude, me when you think of like literally any person that doesn't play you know what's a guitar player mm-hmm. that's yeah. usually the picture is slash with this yeah, hat yeah under Les Paul. dude it's oh my god man it's like for a while there i was like fuck man I gay like do I? <laughs> like, I love this I man really so much. Love that nose ring, oh man. my god, Looking. dude, dude! I just I loved everything about him. You know, it's just dude, like I've been there. I totally get it. I, for me, my first one was Brian May. Ew! I thought <laughs> stupid ass. <laughs> I thought he was the coolest. Yeah. I said whatever the fuck that guy's doing. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um Dude, that tone, I mean, is like you still hear it and it's just like ugh. how? Who? Yeah. Nobody else. Dude, he doesn't him. get much love for like his like 
because he built his, you know, and all that stuff. And yeah. dude, like him and his dad, like dude, similar. Like his dad was super involved, and that guitar is like. It's hideous. I will tell you this, dude. It (laughs) is hideous. I swear to God, it is one of the ugliest guitars I've ever seen. But it works for him. (laughs) It's his thing. It's, it's, bless his heart, man. Like he, he, you know. But he doesn't get enough credit with like that type of stuff. Like, like playing and technical. Yes. Where I feel like Van Halen, you know, Eddie does. Like everyone, you know, it's like the Frankenstrad and all this other stuff. Which wasn't Eddie more like. Let's just take a fucking that's saw to it. Dude, like, that's it, dude. And make it work. Yes, dude. And it's like, it's funny how like certain things just, you know, there, there's so much. Like, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, but you you admire it, I think, you yeah. know, from like a builder's perspective and um, engineering point of, of view. video of going to the hideous thing, uh-huh. uh, the Wembley concert. Uh-huh. And I remember as a kid watching it and like Brian's like playing a solo and because he uses like individual on off switches mm-hmm. for the pickups mm-hmm. <laughs> for him to like switch his sound. <laughs> There's like a close up where he's like shredding mm-hmm. and to like switch to the rhythm part. He's like doing all this stuff. Yeah. Like, all these switching. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, I got to turn this one off. Yeah. Yeah. Out of phase and out of phase. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Why don't you just put a regular? I know. Dude, it's just, I mean, dude, musicians back then, dude, worked, bro. Like they were actually really good. Even like studio stuff. Dude, I admire those dudes, man. Now it's like, is there a pedal for it? You know, it's like, oh, is there a plug-in for it? I like, hate pedals. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. It's like, but it's always like, like, what's the quickest, cheapest way to achieve what these people were able to do back then? You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, dude, the fact that as a kid you're like designing all these like cabs and and it's like, dude, it is complex, man. What people yeah. used to do in the name of tone is right. like wild yeah where now you know again it's like oh dude did you check out the new plugin that allows you to play like tom morello like <laughs> the tom morello plugin you know yeah. what i mean and it's like i dude i get it it's cool but oh do you sound like an old fart now like complaining like back in our old day yeah, you know you used well, to whatever but it's just it's gonna get like this yeah. you know it's like that's natural yeah that's gonna that's evolution. natural evolution yeah. man lazy cunts bro but <laughs> No, but you know it's like uh, I don't know, man. It's it's cool, dude. It's, it's that's a really really cool story. I also have to, because I know certain people are going to probably wonder. You went to MI. Yeah, I went to MI. Mm-hmm. What years did you go? Like uh, I don't know, oh six, oh seven, or oh seven, oh eight, something like that. Dude, you were OG, man. Yeah, it was um, it was an interesting time to go. Mm-hmm. Actually, thinking back. Um, while I was going, I feel like um, YouTube was becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it had become like an educational tool mm-hmm. yet. So um, it was like YouTube and just really, really like the internet as like a platform uh-huh. um, was becoming like, you know, a tool for like exposure. Because mm-hmm. you know, we had MySpace at least yeah. and like Facebook was like yeah. coming up. And ah, um, oh, the good old days. And dude. so like it was like it was different. It was uh-huh. different. Um, and so to have all that come up after the fact, when people were already like getting into it, was mm-hmm. an interesting. Like, I learned guitar on YouTube, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of money to go to MI. <laughs> <laughs> I spent fifty grand to learn this. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. It's an interesting perspective. But anyway, uh, sorry, I derailed. 
No, you didn't. <laughs> no, it's just like I mean, when you went because oh, I, I went, yeah, because yeah, okay, I went in oh nine. Said OG, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went in oh nine, and it was still pretty like it was OG when I went. It, I remember like it was like waiting to get uh, concert tickets like for each new semester, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to if you wanted a specific class uh, on your registration day, you had to camp out. Side mm-hmm. from the registration office yeah. overnight, mm-hmm. so that you can get a spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Why can't we just do this online? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so in that regard, they were like kind of behind, I guess. And mm-hmm. um, everything was still like paper, and like I remember, like nothing was like everything was like handwritten and weird. And yeah, like you sign up for something and you get a chart, and it's all like whatever. Here you go, and yeah. Uh, it's so weird oh dude i know weird time oh my god dude that's so funny man it's like yeah yeah dude i remember uh jinchi osaki who's like one of my favorite guitar players but he was my private he's this do you you know him right i believe i had him in the funk yeah mr fucking funk himself man it's like the coolest cat japanese dude who just like killed fucking Funky, I would dude. go to his open counselings on oh Fridays. Oh my god, dude. Funky like a yeah. motherfucker, dude. Hell like yeah. the funkiest of the funkiest. Jinshi Osaki, dude. Oh, yes. Anyways, dude, got him as my private. Fuck yeah. And then, dude, it's like I remember he'd be like always like, you know, sitting with his glasses. And then don't cancel me for this, people. But I have to. Uh oh. I have to Uh-oh. do his like a- Asian, you know, accent. I'm in this in the most respect, but he'd always be sitting there with his like sunglasses. Like, yeah, man, just, just play the funk, man. It's like, <laughs> dude, you're supposed to fucking teach me shit. Don't no, like... <laughs> that's what I learned. That's the same like, that was my just, experience. Yeah, dude, he just said there's like, yeah, it's, it's funk, man. Just, that's it. Just fucking funk, man. Just, oh, just play man, the funk, I... man. Just and then it's like and then like he'd always like make these little charts, you know. And then it's just like, C9. dude, yeah. And it's like, dude, I'd be in it, man. It's just like, oh, cool, whatever. It's like, I guess it kind of makes sense. I'll just check it out later, man. It's like, and he'd give me the chart. And then later that night, you know, like, like you know, 2 a.m., like, practicing or whatever. And then yeah. I bust out his chart. And then I'd look at it. And it's just like, dude, I don't understand anything this man wrote. <laughs> it's like, it's all these, like, squiggly little lines. And, like, I think this is kind of what it's he said. Funk. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> dude. But it was just, oh, my God, dude. And then I think once I understood, I was like, oh, dude, this is, oh, it's, it's. Dude, I, yes. You know, I had um, I don't know if when you went, um, he was teaching, but my first private instructor, mm-hmm. I was new um, and I was all like doe eyed and like, yay, music school. Let's shred and learn scales. Uh-huh. Um, and so I remember showing up to my first private mm-hmm. lesson with Stuart Ziff. Uh-huh. I think total East Coast dude mm-hmm. uh, with the attitude. And so he plays with uh, with Earth. war. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I said Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, he plays with War, and um, <laughs> I like showed up, and he was like, "So, what do you want to learn, kid?" And I said, "Well, you know, I want to, I don't know, scales, and mm-hmm. like, I want to be able to do this and that." And he was like, "All right, um, let's just jam over this whatever mm-hmm. chord mm-hmm. and just see what you can do." And you play. Like, what rhythm. the fuck is an E nine? Yeah, no, he was like, "You play <laughs> rhythm," and I was just like shitting the bed, and he was like, "You can't even hold the form, man. Like, how do you expect to?" <laughs> 
So he kind of had this attitude of like, it's funny because like he scared me into playing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't scared and like, this guy's mean to me. Yeah. I was like, I'll show this motherfucker. I'll, I'll come yeah. back next week and I'll yeah. show his ass. Yeah. And so I came ready with my E9, bro. I was like, yeah. fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he's like, yeah, getting it, kid. I was like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, you should do the the funk LPWs mm-hmm. on Fridays. I do the open counseling mm-hmm. and uh, just come by and we'll mm-hmm. do it. And so the first LPW I ever did, I still remember to this day because it was scary as fuck. So uh, an LPW for people that don't know oh, yes, is these um, live so playing workshops. Live playing workshops. So it's like MI has this thing that has had. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. Uh, but yeah, it's like you every every day. There's like these LPWs, live playing workshops, Different genres every day. Yeah. So you got to do how many? Four or five. I think for me it was like you had to do like. 15 a semester or something like that and then yeah, you go yeah, yeah, and you take sense, the yeah. sheet and then like once you play you collect your signatures yeah you it's too easily forgeable like like right you know totally literally every teacher is like yeah cool you were here yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> and so i think back then when i was going it was just like nobody I was like, is this a school? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was, it was a very educational experience, but it was not like, uh, I don't know if it was as under the microscope as it might be today. Um, but so, yeah. And so I went to, I signed up and it was um, Cold Sweat by James Brown. And so Stuart said, learn the track, come on Wednesday or Thursday, whatever for the open counseling, we'll go over it. I was like, great. So, and then open counseling, sorry, for yeah, the people for that it. don't know, are is like it's like the mini little workshop where the teacher kind of goes over this song with the people who want to yeah. do the LPW. Or whatever. Right? It's like office yeah. hours. It's like whatever topic you want to bring, um, which is really cool because you can get experience from like lots of different guys mm-hmm. that are actually out there doing it, mm-hmm. uh, which goes with the question, was going to MI worth it? Um, in that regard, for me, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm uh money wise i don't know you yeah. could, today you could get that on the internet type mm-hmm. it up on youtube and you can get word from a hundred famous yeah. guitar players yeah. you know but back then we there was nothing like that so it's a good point to have that direct access to mm-hmm. the dude who plays on war yeah it's like yeah show me that shit yeah um and so i show up to the open counseling and it's like all right kid let's see what you got and to me, Cold Sweat had this line, dun, 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 kind of following the bass. Dun, dun. And he was like, cool, what's the other guitar part? And I was like, what the fuck's this guy talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, huh? He's like, what's the other guitar part? You got the, yeah, you got part A, what's part B? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, did you listen? And I said, yeah. He's like, you didn't listen. I was like, what are you talking about? And so he plays the track. He's like, what do you hear? And I said, I hear this. And he said, what else do you hear? I said, I don't know. And so then he proceeds to show me. Uh, he just puts his hands over the strings and he just says going. And sure as hell, there's another guitar just scratching the strings. How do you notate that? How do you, that's squiggly lines right there. Like, you know, how do you chart? Hold hands over strings and scratch 16. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. And that was for whatever reason, was everything I needed. Yeah. I said, holy shit, this stuff is deep. Yeah. It's not just D9. Yeah, yeah. And so then to go to the open counseling mm-hmm. now and see 
everyone cockily show up like i'm gonna get my credit because mm-hmm. i'm just gonna play a d9 mm-hmm. and so many dudes would go up and just like play d9 <laughs> And they're like doing the yeah yeah the, yeah the, the face the, the funk face you know yeah and I'm sitting like there phonies. and uh, Stuart is sitting there uh-huh. and he's just like looking at them and he's like oh the LPW was led by the singer uh, I don't remember his last name but the, he went by Masta I know him yeah and this like and then he he would usually dress in like a African, bright yellow yeah that too but like, I mean, if you show up in like a Fucking Morris Day, like yellow suit with the hat, and like he was pimp, legit. Mm-hmm. Like that dude was, yes, a funketeer. Like oh, that. he was yeah. the man, and um, he was the leader of that workshop, and uh-huh. he didn't fuck around, dude. Yeah. Like he treated it like he was James Brown, yeah. and you were getting hired, mm-hmm. and you would know if you fucked up. Yeah, he'd be like, "Get the fuck off my stage. Yeah. That's not how you do this mm-hmm. shit." And to me, that was cool. I said, "Oh, this this is like real life mm-hmm. then." And so I went up and I did my thing and Masta was like, see, that's how you do this shit. And Stuart was like, hey man, you knocked that out. You listened to the song, you got the parts down. That's how you do it. And I said, oh, yeah, well shit, all you gotta do is learn what's on the album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so. I'm rich, bitch. I know, literally. <laughs> and so then after that, I'd show up every week and like I came ready to like make sure that mm-hmm. I was like, I, gotta, I better get that smirk from Masta or mm-hmm. whatever, you know? And mm-hmm. I didn't always, I got fucking chewed out by Masta a yeah. few times. Yeah. It was scary, but um after like my first semester there uh they got replaced by because they i guess a lot of people were not thrilled that they were so aggressive mm-hmm. um which kind of bumped me out because i was having fun man. yeah I thought that shit was cool yeah to me it seemed like this must be what getting gigs is like mm-hmm. and it kind of gives you a tough skin like oh okay i guess i didn't do the job let me go improve yeah. i don't know yeah and so um that's when Jinshi showed up, mm-hmm. and uh, not that hey, man. Not, that dude was fucking badass. Uh-huh. He was a little more gentle uh-huh. about it, um, and it 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 didn't it lost sort of like the the edge of like I gotta get the this intensity. Gig. Let me yeah. fucking do this shit uh-huh. right. Yeah, um, listen to the band, listen, and uh, it just became just like show up and play, and it was like cool. Here's your credit. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, yeah, I wasn't scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, dude, there's something to be said about being fearful for your life. You know, it's like, dude, it feels like that. Like, and when you go to auditions, it is that cutthroat, you know, and it's like. Because there's 100,000 dudes that could play just as good or better. Dude, L.A., especially, I mean, not now, but dude, any given day, dude, you throw a penny on Hollywood Boulevard, dude, chances are you're going to hit it fucking guitar player dude yeah, or bass you know <laughs> yeah dude it's like <laughs> everyone plays guitar and everyone's really good dude i remember the first day when i showed up because i went to mi kind of late dude like i i got into it late in the game i went finally had the balls to move out here when i was 25 and you know dude i had a band in texas and fucking whatever we did our thing and it was dope dude we did very well and for texas you know yeah. but when it came down to like, okay, cool, we've we've outgrown it, we've done everything that we can in El Paso, mighty El Paso, shout out. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, what are you gonna do next? You yeah. know, and it was kind of that shit or get off the pot. And I've always been like the you know so gung ho about whatever it is that I'm doing. Yes. And it's like, cool, fuck it, man. Okay, let's tour. Let's let's do yeah. this. And dude, fuck, like not knowing anything, dude, picking up the phone and calling like. 
the knitting factory and the Viper Room yeah, and the dude. whiskey. Like, Ooh, hey, man, it's like, hey, I, I play in a band in El Paso and we're really good. And we got these many, you know, followers on MySpace and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, and they're like what the fuck? Like, what? Dude, I'm the bartender, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> know. Like, you know, Email it's like somebody. Exactly. You never hear exactly. You know, it's like, but the few. Send your EPK. Yeah. Oh, dude, the physical, <laughs> dude, which we did, man. It's like. Doing that shit no more. You know, but I don't know, man. It's like, and then at some point it was like, okay, these just, I want to continue. My friends yeah. don't. Yeah. Cool. Time for me to, you know, and then whatever fucking my life imploded and did all kinds of dumb shit. And then I got my shit together and said, fuck it. I'm moving to LA and coming out here. And, you know, it's like the coolest and the hardest thing that I've ever had to do in life, dude, because everything that could go wrong went wrong yeah like when i do driving down here dude like and you know being so dumb and and naive but i'm thankful that i was that dumb and naive because if i didn't have that and i was a you know logical person i would have sat down and been like hmm la is more expensive than el paso by a long shot and I better just stay here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I'm going to need this much to survive. And if I'm going to go to this school that's really expensive, I'm going to have to cost average that into fucking whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I still don't know what any of that shit is. No, right? me neither. <laughs> but then that's what I'm saying. But for me, dude, if I – and I know that there's a lot of people like that. Mm. You know, they always kind of try and like the risk to whatever – do I sound like a dumbass because I am. That stuff, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. If someone told me, hey, 99% chance probability that you're going to end up sucking some homeless man's dick to survive, you're it's like, okay, cool, then I'm not going to do it. But being naive and thinking, oh, dude, I'm going to be the next slash got me here. And then it hits you, you know what I mean? Yep. But it's like, dude, yeah, dude, I had to stay in my truck for like two weeks because the my the thing that I was gonna deal with and I was gonna stay with fell through and then dude my truck broke down like I moved here with a thousand bucks thinking that was gonna be enough to kind of get my foot get in started. the <laughs> it's like <laughs> I didn't take into account the driving the car and then I had a big ass truck dude it's like dude I couldn't park anywhere Love dude that. it was a mess dude it was a mess but you know it's 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 that it's like but yeah i remember finally whatever like i got situated and, and attended i remember the first day at mi going in showing up did you start with uh am i for guitar or guitar craft guitar okay but dude i've always because i'd already been working on my guitars mm -hmm. and i wanted to go to gca which is the guitar craft academy which no longer exists oh shit i didn't know that Dude, it was always like their bastard child, dude. Mm. Like they it was like, yeah, those dudes over there, like those whatever, dudes, you know, exactly. But it's like I remember and this is why I'm always like I have this love-hate relationship with MI. It's like again, you know, it's like, dude, I'm I'm glad because I got to meet a lot of cool people. Yeah. Cheyenne, you know, dude. like I, I did get to meet a lot of cool people. I had great experiences. Same. And I don't know what it's like now. You know, I, I know it's yeah, not what, it, like, dude, it was like borderline wild, wild west. But I, dude, I love it, man. I remember. It was borderline. It was, I remember being kind of confused because things were not what I expected mm -hmm. necessarily. I had, like, what is it, 70s in my, in mm -hmm. my head? Like, mm -hmm. 
you had to know your shit. You already yeah. had to be like yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, top yeah, yeah. level uh-huh. to get in. Um, and I understand like, yo, let's, we got to make money. So mm-hmm. whatever. But um, I can't imagine what it's like now with all the free resources out mm-hmm. there. Uh, someone might think you're crazy for yeah. being for MI, yeah. but it's funny because I think I feel like I learned musicianship and being professional and being on top of my shit more at MI than I did the actual like applied theories and mm-hmm. things like that. Because there's still a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh shit, right modes. Like, how does that work again? Or like, mm-hmm. uh, which I might old me might have been shameful about. Yeah, but um, I feel like. I don't. Hey, was it worth whatever thousands of dollars it uh-huh. was? I don't know, but uh, I wouldn't have had the experiences that I did. I wouldn't have been scared. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had that like, like hunger to be like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking show up ready. I'm gonna nail this mm-hmm. gig, mm-hmm. LPW, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna have the tone. I'm gonna have the fucking parts. Mm-hmm. Like that shit's mine, yeah. you know. And so I don't think I would have had that. Yeah, I don't think I could get that today being on YouTube. Yeah, like, this is funk. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And like, it's interesting though, the other part is like, maybe in a way I've become, because that's kind of my, I love funk music, 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge, Prince is like my number mm-hmm. one hero. So I feel like I could maybe sometimes come across as an, a funk elitist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh, I love that, dude. And I just have this like, funk elitist. I and like, I've, I like keep my mouth shut, mm-hmm. but. Um, I feel like, cause who knows? Hey, man, maybe I'm not that funky. What the fuck do I know? But, mm-hmm. um, at least for like my taste in funk, I think I carried that from MI, where mm-hmm. I still have this mm-hmm. like, not like negative energy, but more like competitive, uh, aggressive energy about it. Where it's like, this is like this is real shit, yeah. man. Like don't don't fucking tiptoe around this shit. Yeah. Like I take this shit serious, yeah. you know. Well, and I mean, so- dude, that's that's the that's the thing that I feel that. You know, like, I feel like you're kind of taught to, like, avoid uncomfortable situations Mm -hmm. because it is, I mean, that's why it's called an uncomfortable situation. And it is very uncomfortable when someone is telling you or some, a person, like, you're scared, but it's going to. in front of you. Yes, dude, (laughs) because I had a similar situation. Like, I mean, I, you know, some, some people that I would consider mentors throughout my life that I'm like. Dude, I'm scared to work for this person. Yeah. Like, like I ah oh God, I don't want to go in. I don't I don't want to work with this. Even like with you know, with the repair stuff. Like, yeah. dude, I've worked for some luthiers that like would really intimidate me. Good and bad, you know? Right. But it's yeah. like like there's no denying when it's like you meet a master, you know, like yes. you meet someone that's like reached that mastery of yeah. something that you were like, it's so simple. It's so yeah. like, this is funk, you know, no, it's like, dude. dude, same thing with me. It's like, this is a setup. This is like, dude, it's like when I signed up for Ross Bolton's class. Yeah. My hair's, you can't see it. Oh, I mean, yeah. you can kind of see it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my hair's just standing up. You are a hairy motherfucker. That, thanks. <laughs> uh, that dude, speaking of mastery, fucking hell. For real, for real. And yeah. man, that dude, like, <clears throat> he just, like, he was sweetheart. Mm-hmm. But he would tell you mm-hmm. if it wasn't mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Not in a mean way, mm-hmm. but he's so nice that yeah. I felt bad. I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. I thought I had that down. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but, dude, that guy had it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Ross Bolton is another. He was a big 
reason why I went to MI, believe it or not. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, but it was that, it was, it was, I think at the end of that, where it's like, he was doing, because he wasn't teaching anymore, but he mm. was doing private lessons. Yeah. And it was the thing, it was like, you had to camp out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, fuck, man. Isn't By the weird? time, I remember it's like one time me and my buddy showed up like at 5 a.m. thinking like, dude, we're going to, we're going to get a spot. And we showed up and it's like 30 Korean kids already in line. It's like motherfuckers. Because they know what's up. Yes. They want that class. Yes. They want level three with Dan Gilbert, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. single string and rhythm exactly. guitar. Uh, yeah. So it's like, you know, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a damn shame, man. It sucks. Uh, Ross Bolton was an amazing funk teacher there forever. He did a bunch of stuff. Like you can still find some of his videos like on YouTube and, and he's, yeah, it, dude, it's like, unfortunately he passed a few years ago. Yeah. It was a while back. Yeah. For cancer. Right. Yeah. I think, um, or I saw someone post recently that knew him uh-huh. pretty well. Yeah. Um, another guitar player. And I think they said it was like Easter a few years ago and, um, it was around that time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah crazy man yeah. enjoy your life yeah. people seriously man because you dude yeah you know but it's cool man it's like this one says like dude someone like him like he's left all this art all this knowledge all this that's that'll last forever yeah. you know until we fucking blow each other up right. but it's like dude it's it's beautiful man that's like what Something else like that made it worth going yeah to MI. dude you yeah know, I don't, yeah i don't know again i don't know what it's like today but yeah. Anyways, it's it like was I mean, expensive as fuck. Yeah, it's I couldn't. It's I, so. Fu- I I just want to talk about it because I feel yeah. like I people ask me so much about it. You know, yeah, like, I feel like it gets me less gigs when I say I went to MI. <laughs> dude, I mean that, but that's what Berkeley kids say too. Where it's just like, I mean, Chris, my producer, who you guys can't see, he <laughs> went to Berkeley, and you know, it's like, I don't know. I I hear it from like everyone. Like the only ones that I don't hear it from are like the kids that went to like a four-year university like um usc or oh, nyu see, yeah. or like like but it's almost like bless their heart i love them but it's like very like braggy like oh yeah I, you know i graduated my music master's degree from nyu or whatever it's like well that's I always cool find myself in a crowd like that whether it's berkeley or like four-year college guys uh-huh. and they're like oh yeah where'd you go and i was just like where, dude i just listen to records and fucking learn shit man bro i was born with the funk son <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> dude it's i mean whatever it's 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 funny it's like i know because i know people probably don't understand this but like the session world and the like in la and it's probably like in new york and like yeah. big cities too it's always this it's very like clicky yeah totally. you know yeah. it's like but as soon as you kind of, I mean, again, that's why I was like, dude, again, you know, I went to MI or whatever. And they try and kind of like you're playing. They kind of try and make you like in like general, you're just kind of good at everything. You can, you're, yeah, you're not you going to specialize. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, because, yeah, for the most part, it's like. I can't read music for shit right now, man. I Fuck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't carry any of that with me, but. I don't know, man. I feel like I got some different mileage out of it. Yeah, so. of course. You know, yeah. but it's like, I feel like. You know, like I did do a few auditions. Like I remember that one of the big ones that I was able to go to and was the Katy Perry. Oh shit! Nice. Um, and I think I got. I mean, I don't know how many rounds there were, but it's like I got 
has I got a call back and then I went and it's like they just kept getting more serious, you know, like and I was like, Oh, this is cool, but then you kinda quickly realize, you know, like I remember that one, like everyone was showing up and everybody knew each other. I was uh, like, oh, dude, what's up, bro? Yeah. And it's like, it's like, oh, I, yeah, man, I just got off the tour with. Well, I ain't getting this. Exactly, <laughs> you know. And it's like, and it's not because of like, oh, I'm I wasn't good or whatever, but it's like, dude, I had a full time job. Yeah. Like, like you need to start to be like you realize, oh, this is it's not impossible, but dude, this is a tough game, man. Yeah. This is like, like, Katy Perry doesn't give a fuck if you can't show up to a rehearsal because you know what i mean it's right. like it just doesn't matter not right. katie but like her md like right. the new word that we just learned it's like that's just the name of the game man if right. you can't play it you're just not gonna win right you know and it's like it's those things where i started to realize like but even that like the the little things that i did do were just like going to sessions at like 1 a.m to like <laughs> six like i was just like dude this is just it's not for me anymore. That's not your, yeah, that's not you know, your thing. and it's like, then really kind of falling in love with like all the other stuff that I was doing, like the repair things, and and that getting more serious and more serious, and to kind of go back to what I was talking about, it's like, I mean, dude, I started in 2015, and it was cool, man, and it's like, it just goes to show you, you know, like, dude, if you if you just show up daily, like, dude, it takes a long fucking time, but yeah. dude, you can, you know, you can can really do it man um but yeah man it's uh and it's 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 so cool to see you like going through it i'm looking Thanks, at man. at his oh. board because he brought it yeah so I'll, we'll show you guys yeah. um but i mean i think we talked a little bit of the the blood and the sweat yeah. part the sweat equity Learning. but uh dude i mean tone wise like i feel like um like, how has your board evolved and, and like... Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I guess earlier versions, like I mentioned, that, that giant, like, stereo system yeah. was... I guess at the time, my mindset was, I'm just going to be an original band guy or mm -hmm. original artist, so mm -hmm. this is my sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is beautiful dude which, i laugh because right. we all want we that. all go through that yeah totally and so i was like so this is my sound three cabinets man um it's insane it was insane sounded fucking amazing <laughs> yeah it was insane uh and um so and then you know you start getting gigs that are not for your uh -huh. your own thing so then all of a sudden your stuff doesn't really apply because you got to be able to cover a lot of things mm -hmm. so then i built a got into like a small pedal board that can kind of do all the basics. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, cool, but now I'm missing my stuff. So many years of like changes, changes, big, little, big, little, medium, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I feel like I finally landed somewhere where I can pretty much do all the shit that I love for my own shit. Mm -hmm. And then as well as cover any, you know, other gigs that mm -hmm. I might run into, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just try to make it super versatile and, uh, with a dash of my own shit that I like. So that's where mine is right now, you know? So it's kind of the do-it-all, Swiss Army knife. How do you feel about, like, um, like, I mean, you have it, the Helix, right? That's a yeah. Helix? This is the HX effect, so it's just the effects of the Helix. 
So it's like, yeah. how do you feel about like this movement into like Kemper and uh, what's the new one? Neural Labs, the oh, the quad cortex, quad cortex, fancy, which I PSD. bought. Oh shit, you're fancy. But it has not gotten here because it's back ordered and Sweetwater didn't tell me. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're still making them. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. It's like I, think, I feel like they made ten, and they're like, oh shit. People want this. Uh, <laughs> Let's make more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they're backordered everywhere. Um, yeah. But how do you feel about that stuff versus like? I think I get it. Uh, I think there's a time and place for everything. That stuff is great, um, especially like except the metal zone. <laughs> <laughs> well. There's a time and place. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess if you're creative enough. Uh, but I don't know. With the modeling stuff, I think it's cool because it's very convenient. It's very lightweight. Um, it's uh, sound man's dream. Mm -hmm. There's no guitar on stage. Mm -hmm. I feel like, uh, especially in today's music, guitar has sort of taken a back seat so, uh, to like drums and bass, I think. And so... Fuckers, man. <laughs> so the least amount of sonic space we can take up on stage. Uh, obviously, very versatile. You can get a lot of stuff... Um, if you're going to be very picky about, like, the delays are not as cool as Strymon, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're never going to be happy with anything. So, yeah. Um, or your rig just turns out really big. But yeah. I came to terms with, like, because I used to have, like, multiple delays mm -hmm. and, like, reverbs. And, mm -hmm. and I realized, I was like, I don't really use this shit. Mm -hmm. To me, the delay on the line six sounds fine. Mm -hmm. So I came to terms with that. Um, I feel like the amp modeling stuff is cool, especially now, like, mm -hmm. All the stuff is like really good now. Fractal, Kemper, Line mm -hmm. Six. I feel like now they all have just a few percent more of like extra sprinkles. Uh huh. You know, um, it's like the vaccines. Totally. It's like this one is ninety-two percent. Oh yeah, well we're ninety-three percent. Ninety-three percent real amps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, I try not to get too caught up, and I feel like you have to approach it because people can be like, "Hey, man, it doesn't sound the the." The Marshall Plexi and the Fractal sounds way more realer than the Fractal than the Line Six Plexi. Yeah, I feel like, dude, just like plug into it mm -hmm. and make it sound good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't look at it like that's the Plexi model. Just find something mm -hmm. and make it sound good. Um, I feel like we again, guitar players. Yeah, we're neurotic, and yeah. I get it because I can be yeah. like that with like fuzz pedals and yeah. like signal chain. Yeah, order yeah, and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. Um. But some people are like that with the amp models. And like, it doesn't, it's like, of course it doesn't mm -hmm. sound like a full stack of Marshalls <laughs> yeah. because you're not in the room with a full stack of yeah. Marshalls. That's a whole different experience. And you're not going to get that from amp modeling. So you, I think you have to approach it from like um, recorded sound or like mm -hmm. what it sounds like in a mix. And I think that's what a lot of people miss. Um, and so I'm all for it. I personally like a decent sized tube amp with pedals in front of it for my own. Mm -hmm. I do plenty of gigs going direct and I make it work too. Mm -hmm. Like ultimately if you play good and you can make shit sound good, it's going to be mm -hmm, fine. For sure. What, uh, talk about tone wise, what's yeah. the one thing that you feel like guitar players, again, I mean, kind of a loaded question, uh -huh. but um, like when you look at other people's boards, obviously uh -huh. you do this for a living now. It's mm -hmm. just like where you're like, Man, why do people do that shit? Like, that's so dumb. Like, uh, 
or not yeah. dumb, but maybe the people just don't know. Like if there's a yeah. piece of advice that you can give people that you always see that's just like, stop doing that, you guys. Yeah. Uh, I built a rig, um, not one of my official cute rigs once, uh -huh. way back uh, mm -hmm. three or four years ago yeah. when I was getting into this, uh, a friend of mine, friend of a friend was like, hey man, I want to build this like spaceship board uh -huh. and it was like super fun. Yeah. Um, lots and lots, it was like four feet, uh -huh. my bad. four <laughs> feet wide and like stacked. Um, so it was funny to me because he was in a relatively successful like local uh -huh. band and they were like getting attention and all this stuff uh -huh. and like they were gearing up for gigs and um he was like so i need my board to be like tight because uh -huh. he had originally like a full bradshaw like refrigerator rack uh -huh. system and like yeah. amazing beautiful work um so I'm, he sends me all his pedals mm -hmm. and he has like it was like a tube screamer mm -hmm. uh another pedal that I knew was a tube screamer clone. Uh -huh. I don't think he knew that. Uh -huh. A rat and then a rat clone. Uh-huh. Because these were all like flavor of the month. And then he had Interesting. an H9 uh -huh. and a timeline uh -huh. and a big sky. Yeah. And a Mobius. Yeah. And um to me I was like, you have so much redundant stuff uh -huh. and you, your board is four feet wide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, like I don't Did know. you tell him? No, I just bought oh. it. But in my head, I was like, why do you have four of the same pedal? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Interesting. And I feel like some people like might not, I don't know. I'm not saying it's like dumb, but maybe some people don't know. And I mean, uh -huh. hey, what the fuck do I know? Maybe he, there's a difference uh -huh. in the two. Maybe he has them set differently. Sure. Probably not, but um, I know. What you're but saying. he was like, oh, this is like a really cool overdrive because yeah. it does this like really cool like mid scoop thing. Uh -huh. And this one does like a really cool mid range thing. And I'm like, like all mids yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah like, yeah okay whatever I'm so maybe redundant yeah i mean i guess yeah you know i mean I, like especially like if you're going on tour like uh -huh. he said we're getting ready to go to tour and he had like this huge board and um i was just kind of like dude you don't need all that i mean do you i don't know what i don't know what his songs are whatever mm -hmm. you know obviously everyone's got unique needs but in a way sometimes there are rigs that I, there's like a lot of redundancy mm -hmm. and it's like Maybe, you know, unless they're all set differently, like yeah. maybe try different flavors yeah. or like, um, and it's not a problem. Like, again, I'll set up whatever. Yeah. But I think a lot of times people don't know that they have four clones on their board. Interesting. Dude, that's a good one. You I thought you were going to say it's like, oh, they uh, always put like the tuner in, in the wrong spot or something like that. But yeah, that's, that's actually great because I am guilty of what you just said. I had two clone, clone clones on my board oh yeah we talked the last time I yeah but it. it's like i mean like whatever i kind of it's for here or whatever you know i tweak them and they stuff sound like that different or you set them different i get it yeah you know? but it is uh so i am that dumbass that you but just if you said know that, you know that already <laughs> yeah going in so that's different but i think some people are not aware and whatever man like if they were making good music with it again i'm not mm -hmm. saying it's like it's just something to be aware of i guess sometimes people don't know like that they have you know and it's because also cloning is the name of the game now mm -hmm. pedals right everybody makes a clone of something mm -hmm. and sometimes they'll name it close to whatever it's originally uh -huh. right something screamer yeah green something uh-huh but a lot of times it's a completely different yeah. name and so it's easy to miss stuff like uh -huh. that um but i don't know i mean i got tons of redundancy on my shit yeah. too you know i got multiple fuzzes and uh -huh. i think they all do something different yeah and so um but 
you know, when he's like on me about, I just want everything to be tidy and as mm-hmm. like as small as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Okay, dude, uh, that's a, I mean, that's a great tip, man. That's something, there you go. You learn something that's every what the, day. Or put your volume pedal after your drives and before your delays and stuff. I, f- I think that's a cool sound. A lot of people like to assume it goes uh-huh. first because that's where it usually is. Um, but I think it's pretty useful too. Um, the, the thinking being that um, when it's first in line and you do like a swell mm-hmm. um, and you have your gain pedal on, delay and reverb, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, what you're doing is the gain of the pedal, because it's like turning your volume down oh. on the guitar, ramps up with the volume, right? That's a cool sound. Mm-hmm. It's like a blooming sound, mm-hmm. which is very useful too. Mm-hmm. But then if you put it after your drives and before the delays, sorry, um, you can do swells with full gain, which is like a different cool sound too because you don't get that having it first and then you can still trail out your delays and stuff like that um (laughs) just a lot of things that that always comes up like where should i put my volume pedal or i mean i could go on there's so many things like you know you can go into like buffers or like how buffers affect volume pedals and why you need different impedance volume pedals and like there's a lot of it's a very Mm -hmm. um stuff that i always took for granted Uh and I was like, why would I build boards? Everybody knows this shit. Yeah. And some people don't. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, some people don't have the desire to get mm-hmm. into that nerdy shit. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. I always tell Rod that, he's like, how do you know all this stuff? I'm like, I just collect useless information until it becomes useful one day. Yeah. Oh, dude, I mean, that's a great way of, yeah. That's, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. That's, I mean, what else, you know? He's like, do you even have that gear or whatever? I'm mm-hmm. like, no. I just looked it up mm-hmm. so I can know. Dude, I mean. What if it shows up on my bench yeah, one day? Mm-hmm. I, want, I want to know what, what it is. Dude, that's rad. What do you have coming up? Like, now I'm just kind of like seeing what uh, yeah. what's going on with uh, with cute rigs. What are the plans? What are the. Cute rigs, man. What um, do you, where do you see this going? Well, obviously, I always try to stay modest. Um, but I don't know. I definitely. Uh, right now, it's kind of staying it's doing its thing mm-hmm. it's not the most oiled machine like i mentioned before oh. i could do better with getting back to email sooner or whatever uh it's He's basically just modest everyone <laughs> it's a one-man operation you know and i'm learning like what all that entails and uh, i try to be as honest about that as possible like i'm so sorry <laughs> it's just me right now uh-huh. uh my dad <laughs> my my billboard sometimes but otherwise you know yeah you get a giant rig and they're like any chance i can get it for a session next week and it's like fuck Mm-hmm. you know um but i guess the goal is to like you know sort of start my website mm-hmm. soon hopefully and like sell you know pedal boards and patch cables uh-huh. and things like that um i try not to like because it's very easy to fall into this i try not to get too much into like this cable sounds better than this cable mm-hmm. my cable is tone magic mm-hmm. you know by our special tone yeah. patch cables. Um, hey, man, I don't know. Maybe there is something to be said for that, and I can appreciate yeah. that. Uh, there is still a part of me of, like, just fucking plug in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I just use good quality shit um, mm-hmm. that's durable and, you know, sure, I do look at specs, and I'm like, hey, yeah. this is, cable has lower capacity, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, does it work? Does it make pedal boards tidy? Mm-hmm. Is it small enough? Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. So 
you know, I definitely start selling patch cables just like to keep things moving, you know, get pedal boards out there. Um, you planted a seed in my imagination for like, mm -hmm. you know, studio style mm -hmm. boards, which we can talk for about sure. in private more uh -huh. to develop the idea. Um, but, and definitely, you know, I don't know if I necessarily want to become the content guy. Uh huh. Uh, I don't know if I'm equipped for that yet. Uh huh. For sure. Uh, I like building. I uh -huh. like to make stuff. Yeah. Um, so maybe as I develop a team or something mm -hmm. in the near future, what do I know? Um, and just keep building stuff. And just I'm always learning more. And every rig teaches me something. Like, you know, the last rig I made was like, yeah, this thing needs TRS to MIDI cables. Made that before yeah 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 yeah. now i know how yeah and so um every time i get a build in, i'm learning more and uh -huh. so i can build more and more sophisticated stuff and i'm just excited to like keep building them and hopefully gets to the point where i need a second guy or i need a shop on you know mm -hmm. in Boyle heights or whatever So, dude, honestly, I mean, I think you're doing some cool shit, Thanks, really. Man. Like, I, dude, I mean, first of all, as a player, dude, you are the shit. I love your style, as you guys heard. He's he's a funky motherfucker. Thank you, man. Um, you're great. You have great tone. Um, you know, it's like appreciate it, Thank and you. and I'm excited to see where where it's gonna go, man. I'm Me excited too. to do this again. I don't know, maybe in a few months or in a year, and, and just I'm fucking like in gold chain, <laughs> yeah, yeah. pull up Versace, in a Ferrari, I'm like, dude. I'm saying fucking pedal boards, I was man. Like, oh, dude, just dude, I'm just, uh, I'm dude. doing so. I'm having an excellent <laughs> quarter. My quarter, <laughs> my I'm fiscal year bitch. is fucking crazy, man. Selling your own cables, dude, because fucking magic tone. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, cables are pretty much all the same, guys. Yeah. Let's just fucking be real, okay? Damn, you heard it. You heard it here first, man. But I just uh, get annoyed. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, this kid. Like, who cares? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I get it. But who cares? Marketing, baby. It's I. I get it, dude. I get it. But it's good that people hear this. It's like it's yeah. like your reminder of like, you know, you got your. I get caught up too. Yeah. We all do. I, sometimes I have to be like, dude, what the fuck? It's just a fucking buffer like yeah okay yeah what the fuck man yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. looking at 10 like oh man the frequency response is mm -hmm. comparing charts like you're a scientist yeah, like, and I'm like mm, interesting like, <laughs> again exhausted I'm like, yeah you know and then yeah like this is fine sometimes yeah let go a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah except there are some shitty cables though there can be yeah construction wise yes like sure capacitance plays a part etc but um sometimes i feel like we can focus on that so much i think that's the thing sometimes but no but keep coming to me keep paying me to do your shit <laughs> that's it honestly i i don't think you would regret it he's in the Thank la you. area i didn't mean to sound cocky i'm just playing no 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 you should sound <laughs> cocky because uh dude i i want to support you so much and i want this thing to be a big thing and i genuinely want you to pull up in a ferrari dude that's hey, my man, goal for you dude it's just like just Ferrari, but and that's it's just gonna be full from, of pedal boards. That's gonna be for my OnlyFans, though. <laughs> no, dude, guitar, I love it. Guitar OnlyFans, like <laughs> guitar. I mean, dude, I guarantee you, that's that's the future, dude. At the end of the day, we're all gonna end up on OnlyFans, begging people for whatever. Like that's the future. Buy my pedal boards, and I'll Make, take my shirt my off. Naked pedal yeah, boards. dude, that's <laughs> that's the future, dude. 
I'll be doing guitar setups, butt ass naked. Like, oh shit, dude, that's the future. I got it's... 10 guitars I gotta bring. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, dude, uh, I'm gonna try and end all these podcasts with uh, if how old are you? 32. 32. Yeah. If you could give yourself, if you could give little Johnny Gomez, 18-year-old Johnny Gomez, some advice, like a golden nugget of like, I wish I knew this when I was 18. Like, what would it be? Well. (laughs) Anything. There's lots of there's lots of stuff. Yeah, but uh, one though. What's like the one thing that you wish you knew then that you know now that you're like, like music wow, related or anything. everything? Go to therapy. That's a good one. Because I just started going recently, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's helped you out a lot. It life, my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I mentioned before, I used to be really worried about perception mm-hmm. um, and my career. Mm-hmm. Where I'm supposed to be. What am I supposed Man, to be? It's mm-hmm. like, as a guitar player, I love playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. Doing this kind of thing also has been very rewarding. And like, um, at least in the, in the aspect of making something, I'm making mm-hmm. things. And I think that's what I'm coming to realize. Like, I love playing out and I love performing, mm-hmm. but I love making music more. And now with this, I'm making things mm-hmm. and something that was missing for a long time, uh, creatively speaking, um, was that creating, mm-hmm. making. Uh, so now that I'm making stuff that I love and I'm having fun with and mm-hmm. learning and it's brought back something that I have been sort of missing for a long time because uh-huh. I was so focused on becoming the gigging guy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so uh, it's excited me about making music uh-huh. again because I had made a couple albums a few years ago and like uh, didn't really do anything with it and just kind of fell off of that because i got so focused yeah. on like getting the gig yeah yeah um so now i'm just coming to terms with like this is what i like i like these things this is what i would enjoy this is what i want to be this is where i want to be mm-hmm. um and when i was 18 i was so like you know i'm supposed to be this i'm supposed to be this this is what i'm supposed to be mm-hmm. this is what um sort of like having my entire self-worth wrapped up in my musicianship and my career and now i'm working on separating those things mm-hmm. And so I find myself a little more at peace. Obviously, not every day is perfect. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get insecure. Sometimes you compare yourself or whatever, you know. But um, I don't know. I think I know that's big idea, big thinking, big like concept, heavy goodbye tip or whatever. But I think that's what I would do. That was amazing. Thank you. Thanks Thank so you so much me. for gracing us with your uh, presence and your knowledge i Such really did learn a few honor. things i think it's I dope so. <laughs> and do let's do this again man honestly yeah. like uh let's see if um in a few months you know see where you're at and um yeah man so if Great. anybody wants to reach out and wants one of these bespoke rigs bespoke. that you're making Jesus where uh God. where can they uh hit you up uh instagram cute.rigs or shoot us an email at cute rigs at gmail.com our website's coming soon with more cute shit that you can check out hell yes dude and uh yeah again man dude this was fun yeah man loved it it was the uh first one so i hope y'all enjoy it yeah and uh we got more coming up i got a bunch of cool guests that i'm trying to book 
slash has yet to get back to me, but uh, I'm sure it's it's lost. It's it's there. I'm building his rig right now. And uh, but yeah, so like subscribe. And if you have any questions or concerns, hit me up at modernguitartech.com or my Instagram or YouTube and all the socials. So that's it, y'all. Johnny again, thank you. Shout out to the producer, Chris, who you guys can't see. He is a beautiful man inside and out. And I love him to death. So thank you, Chris. And we'll see y'all soon. Peace out, motherfuckers. (laughs) Peace out. I love you.